Hiya, homebodies. Hello. We're back. We're on our fifth episode today. Fifth episode. What? What was that? Episode number five. Seth That's has been right. Trying to five episodes. For the past <laughs> Seth has literally been trying to beatbox for the past hour, and it's not working. You know what? My brother, Anthony, has been learning to beatbox, and... He just he learned this cool thing where he can make a zipper sound with his mouth. Ooh, that's kind of dope. It's so cool, and he'll like pretend to zip up his jacket while he does. Mm. It's so sick. That's good. You can't do that though. I pro- probably not. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back. If welcome. you are a recurring listener, and if you're new, welcome to the Introvert City. Welcome to the show, home parties. Not bad, honestly. Nine out of ten. No, it's not a nine out of ten. I think it's it's, it's eleven out of, <laughs> out of twen- twelve. Wait, eleven out of today, ten. Today, <laughs> today we're gonna talk about. Today's gonna be a more lighthearted episode because, for the the past couple of episodes have been sort of heavy, and we definitely you know want to keep a balance. We definitely like to delve into deeper topics, but but today we wanted to just kind of be lighthearted with things and share. Our favorite things, our tendencies. We're going to talk about all that fun stuff. Yeah. So. We'll try to make y'all crack a giggle with this next one. Okay. <laughs> the so. song line. Let's just start <laughs> with what kind of music do you listen to, Seth? And be sure to incorporate why you listen to it as an introvert, since we are the introvert city, after all. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy. But I do listen to like everything. You're being that guy. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not like. I don't mean one of those guys who say I listen to everything but country, and they actually only listen to like Imagine Dragons. You know. True. I, like I listen. I try to listen to my my the big don't thing hate to right now. Don't anyone who likes me. Imagine Dragons. It's just. <laughs> hey, we're not hating on anybody who <laughs> likes Imagine Dragons. It's just that they fell off. No offense. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> just face it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Um, but like for me, my big thing right now, I love Japanese funk and city pop. It's like a big thing for me right now. I love Fire. Japanese and Afrobeat, uh, like neo soul guitar is right now a big thing for me. My my top artist right now at the moment, The Weeknd, yes. Uh, all Capital Mike, uh, Brockhampton, Billy Idol. And Israel Hutton, which is, you know, those don't go together at all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's a lot of like underground like kinds of music. Well, first off, I love hip hop. I love underground hip hop. Um, but I also love 80s music, too. I'm not going to lie. I do really like pop music. I really do. Like dance pop is good. People who say pop music is bad. They're, they're talking about the wrong kind of pop music. There is good pop music. We're talking music. about TikTok music, yes. which is super yeah. annoying. TikTok ruins everything. Mm-hmm. And right now, the main thing they're ruining is pop songs. No, yeah. Like that new Taylor Swift album. What is it? Anti-Hero or whatever? Yeah. Or, I don't even... I haven't listened to it. But... <laughs> like, I remember when that song, As It Was, the Harry Styles track came out, which I like that song. No, but TikTok I can't listen. It. I can't listen to it anymore, you know? Uh, or everything is sped up. God, everything's sped up. Everything is sped up. Everything is sped up. Hey, yo, bro, uh, can you play me that track? Just speed it up to two times the speed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. But in general, uh, I like hip hop. I do like my dance pop. I really like jazz and classical music when I'm trying to chill out. 
Uh, and my big craze at the moment is Japanese like city funk and like Afro funk. What kind of music do you listen to when you need to recharge by yourself? Bossa Nova, no question. Bossa Nova. You don't listen to music with lyrics when you need to recharge. That's a good point. I like Bossa Nova like, or Lo-Fi. But like why? I was asking as a question. Like hmm. I feel like for me as an introvert, when I'm alone, I want to listen to music with lyrics, whether it's worship or whether it's um, like more mellow stuff that it might be kind of sad and my dad will walk in and tell me that it's all depressing and stuff. But it's vocalizing how I feel at that moment. And so it helps me mm. get through the moment. Mm. I need stuff with lyrics when I'm alone. Mm. But you need it without lyrics. I think that's where we're different. Because I think for you, when it comes to your expressiveness, I think both of us like to communicate and both of us like to speak and write. But with you, you really express it through your words and the things you talk about and your emotions. Yeah. Whereas like me, I really like to kind of feel that rhythm. And like the rhythm kind of pushes me and I really get to express how I feel through different rhythms and melodies. So I don't really need the words. I like songs that like good lyrics too. But if when I'm trying to recharge, you know, like uh, who's a good artist? An artist I really like right now who I listen to, I need to recharge. Uh, What's 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 his name? Uh, I think his name is Masayoshi Tan. Takanakana, Takanaka, and he has this album called Brazilian Skies. Just put that on, and I um, I'm good. But this classical symphony that you know, Karina and I, it's very special to me in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put that on a lot. To it has like kind of a Phantom of the Opera vibe. A little bit. It would I be like, like if Christine and the guy with long hair, I forget his name, if they <laughs> ended up getting married. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Wow. If they ended up getting married, I feel like they would play that song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like all I ask of you mm. vibes. I hope I'm not giving off the vibe either. Like I don't I'm not trying to give off the vibe that like my music taste is so profound. But it's just that that's what I'm like into right now. And I want to be tra- yeah. you know transparent with it. Of course. How about you? I feel like I had so many thoughts throughout that. Um for me, this is this is interesting because when when me and Seth first met, he always thought that it was annoying that I would say that I need my music to have a good message behind it. Like, you would always say that. Like, you would put songs on for me, and I would be like, this, like, what is this song even about? I don't understand it. What's the deep message behind it? And I would try to, like, figure out the hidden meaning, and you were like, "Yeah, it's just a song, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, but what is it about? Because I, for me, really need the things that I consume to speak to the side of me that is is like a puzzle solver and wants to see how humanity rate relates to one another and everything. And I part of that, you know, is still relevant. I still lean towards music that is very profound and very hidden message kind of vibes. I really like Josh Garrels. I talk about him so much and he is really underground mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that to be like, "Ooh, I listen to underground music." He just he does not have the recognition that he deserves. His name is Josh Garrels. If anyone wants to check him out, his songs are so there's there's a couple songs that are really straightforward, like just straight worship songs, but other songs that he does are just so like mysterious and there's there's layers to them and you have to peel back the layers to see what he's truly talking about and I think it's so beautiful. Mm. I also love classical. I also like bossa nova, but I have to be in the right mood for it. 
I really like that era. The Twilight soundtrack. What was that? The soundtrack for Twilight 4. Yes, the soundtrack for Twilight <laughs> 4. Um, absolutely. Can't leave that out. Turning page. I've been listening to it a lot. It's the wedding song. No, it's no, it, it's not our wedding song. No, I said it's the oh. wedding song. But she, you want and it to be our wedding song, though. No, I don't. <laughs> it's the wedding song for Bella and um, what's his face, Edward. But anyways, I know you made me forget what I was saying. Oh yeah, I really like that era from like the fifties to the seventies. Mm-hmm. So like Etta James, Sam Cooke. Oh, I love Sam Cooke. Um, I love Sam Cooke. Yeah, all that jazz. I really, really love it. I just think there's something so pure and special about it. Um, I really like listening to Italian music when I need to recharge. Mm. So I'm half Italian, but I don't speak it. But I think it's one of the most beautiful languages ever. Mm. And I think the language itself is so calming. So when I'm like Mm. taking a bath or recharging or something, I like to listen to Luciano Pavarotti. I think he's amazing and wonderful and all the things. I also say could say that I listen to a little bit of everything. I mean, there's nothing that I really won't give a try. Like, I will give everything a try. Yeah. And I am more inclined to hear the, the meaning behind it. And I think that's just a naturally introverted thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say that we both have eclectic music tastes. M- music tastes. Eclectic mm-hmm. music tastes. Um, I think we both have a pr- pretty broad, like, pretty... A, g- a good amount of music genres in there. Yeah. Um, and we go through phases. Because when I mm. met you, you were on a Billy Joel phase. Huge Billy Joel phase. Like, every single time I drove with you, like, you were on Billy Joel. I could count how many different, like, earlier this year, I went through a Duran Duran phase and then a full 80s phase. Yeah. Then I went through, like, a Neo Soul phase. Then I went through, like, a really tiny, harder rock phase. It was... I go through I go through a lot of phases in particular. You did get me into hip hop. I will say that. I did get her into hip hop because as they say because if I can't do it, Kendrick Lamar can. <laughs> <laughs> and but the reason is because I think hip hop has so much hidden meaning to it and so mm. many layers. There's so many layers in hip hop. And so if I am finding layers in people's music, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. And I feel like rap music like hip hop music is when it comes to lyrical ability you you don't find i feel better wordplay in any other form of music than in hip hop mm-hmm. there's just so much out there man to say that For rap that. is not deep and that rap is whack yeah okay go off i guess <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong but anyway but anyways anyway motown though if we could talk about motown for a second and like soul music sam cook is one of my favorite singers of all time he has my favorite voice. I think his voice is awesome. Uh, Motown, the Isley Brothers are incredible. Um, Donny Hathaway, I love Donny Hathaway. Yes. I don't know if he's Motown. Stevie Wonder. Marvin Gaye is probably like my second favorite artist. Yeah, Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye are definitely up there for mm. me. Mm. Uh, another one that we both really like, we both like Al Green and Bill Withers is like, Bill Withers is, is probably like my second or third favorite soul artist of all time. But Stevie Wonder, man, just what a... Whew, what, what a legend. A, what a... And man, like uh, for voices, Jeffrey Osborne, I think that's his name, from mm-hmm. LTD. Uh, pff, crazy. 
awesome voice. I think you said this, that music is one of the closest ways you can get to God. I did say that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I did say that. That's a dope Even if quote. the song you're listening to isn't branded as like a religious song or whatever, I just think every artist writes from their experience. And if you are witnessing someone else's experience, you are subconsciously empathizing with them. And you're subconsciously being like, oh, I, I've been through something like that. Or, oh, this song is really fun. I love that she has like such a great life. Like you're empathizing in a way. And in a way you are commuting with that person. You're creating community between you and that person. And I think that's really beautiful. So I think music brings people together. And I think it brings us individually closer to God. Yeah, music is... Uh, I feel music has a special... In particular, music is so special because you can't really... You can automate music nowadays, of course, but you can't really put feeling and emotion into music. Like, you can, I, I feel, as in, like, ro- robotically. You know, a human oh, has to do that. Oh, I was going to say, music is made entirely like, of emotion. Yeah. You're talking about, like, manually putting it in. Yeah. You can't, like... It's different from, you know, importing, like, a track that's completely automated that's that's playing playing the piano versus you playing that in a soulful way it's just different it really is and there's there's something about it that you just can't capture all the time like there's certain things about music you just can't capture all the time like back in the like back in the day when they would do like record like record recording or whatever there would be oftentimes in the studio where they would do like 7 8 10 takes in a row like maybe even 20 takes in a row and just try to capture the best take you know, because you couldn't always capture that best take. Sometimes that best take was something you only can get one time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just think music is so special. It really is close because I feel like music is one way we can pour our hearts out to God in a way that's both giving and receiving. Like I feel like you get something when you sing to God and God gets something as well. You know, that's so true. It's really beautiful. No matter what you say, gospel music like straight up Fire. like gospel music with like like soul gospel music like BB and CC seriously one of the some of two of the best voices ever ever gospel music there's few forms of music that got anything on gospel music that's all I want to say praise god so we both are musicians sort of so you have released music right i have released music you have been drawn to music since you were young i have I have always been into musical theater and she I would has. do like shows at my school in high school and, and whatnot. She's dope. I was so involved in choir and like mm-hmm. the smaller choir groups that you had to audition for and stuff. Like that was always so much fun. Now for me, music has kind of taken the backseat as like a hobby and an interest rather than wanting to make it a professional career. But I know that you are still very interested in making it your professional career. I think, I, yeah, I think I would love to. If I could, I, I would love to make music full-time. That'd be dope. But also, I love speaking. Working with children in particular right now is really cool for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, spreading the gospel, influencing. Uh, but I love music. Music is music is just, I get in the zone. Like, you ever, like, the movie Soul, you know? Yeah. They, like, when he goes into, like, that little zone area, that's me when I I like I I rap or like I I play piano or or I get on my acoustic guitar like that's just how I feel. It's like a different thing. Yeah. That's when I, th- for me, when I make music. That's when I think about God the most. Mm-hmm. 
that is when I feel my closest to God. I think when you use your individual talent and the gift that God has given you, when you Mm -hmm. indulge in the gift that God has given you, you're going to inevitably also feel close to God as well. Mm. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So can we talk about movies now? Because I've been waiting to talk about movies. Yes. Or did you want to say anything else? Um, no, just to add, just, and just to finish it up, no matter who you like, uh, your music is still ultimately subjective to you. Uh, and you can like whatever you want, you know, True. you know, whether you're liking really underground artists or really overground artists or overplayed artists, doesn't matter because they're special to you. <laughs> okay. So with movies, I don't know if any of our introverted listeners can relate to this, but for me, I have an obsession with rewatching movies um, and I'll explain. So my mom is an Enneagram one. She is a perfectionist. Um, her descriptors are principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. That mm-hmm. is my mom in a nutshell. And um, she wants to watch new movies all the time. Like, she will not watch a movie twice unless it's the best thing she's ever seen in the world. For me, with my personality type, I love comfort. And I love an ease from anxiety. And I feel like knowing how the movie is going to end eases my anxiety so much Mm. and I just love the comfort of like the memory of watching a movie for the first time and just rehabbing that feeling again because I already know how I'm gonna feel watching the movie like no matter how many times I watch Mean Girls I think it's the funniest movie ever I think (laughs) Mean Girls is like one of the best movies ever and I will not get tired of watching it so I have like a solid probably five movies that I love and I will just continue to watch I don't my family does movie nights on Fridays and my mom's like, let's pick a new movie. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't like watching new movies. It's comforting. It's comforting to watch Do you relate to, to that as an introverted yeah. person as well? Like for me, my go-to movie when I'm, if I'm having a crisis, if I'm having a crisis, Spider-Man 2 or The Truman Show. Yeah, because you know how they end and you grew up with them. It's a comfort thing. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't want to waste like, you know, especially if I'm in a, in a mood that I just want to watch something I enjoy. I don't want to waste like two and a half to three hours, you know, or like an hour and a half to like three hours of time with a movie that I don't really like that much or don't know anything about. Ooh, I had a voice crack. I heard that. But yeah, you get what I mean. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to if I'm going to sit down and I have four hours to watch a movie, I'm going to watch a three hour movie that like I know for sure and like. Yep. Or I ha- if I'm going to watch a movie, I have to watch the trailer intensively. I have to read reviews to see if it's a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the things. Mm-hmm. So, do you have like a list of your favorites? Um, I mean, there might be some great ones that I miss out because I the thing. Okay, I, I've been told this that when I'm talking about my favorites with people, I typically leave out my actual favorites. Well, your favorite is Spider Man Two. No, I know, but like I, I'll leave out like others that are my favorites. Like I, a friend of mine told me this. Like that late, like that. I'll talk about something I really love one time. Then when you ask, "What are your favorite of that same thing?" and I don't bring that thing up. Actually, that's true. You do that. Yeah. But it's because you have so many favorites. No, yeah. So I might miss some some of the favorites when I talk about this. But the ones that I'm generally thinking of for movie in general, Spider Man Two is just sick. I love that movie. I think Spider Man Two is just like it's just because of the struggle he goes through. It's just so heart wrenching, mm-hmm. but it's great. Um. I really love Signs by M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a great movie. The Faith um, part of it is actually really touching. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The Truman Show. I love The Truman Show. Mm -hmm. The Truman Show is heartbreaking and hilarious. And do you feel like you think about it after watching it? Like, do you feel like you're in a movie? Yes. I love Split. I think Split is like one of the... Split is so freaky. I think Split is one of like the most insane films ever made. Um... One more, right? As many as you want. Um, I really like Django Unchained. I feel like that's like, that is like a Jason Bourne for people of color. You know, you know what that movie's about? No. Okay, so so the movie, <laughs> it's dope. But basically, he's a, in the movie Jamie Fox. He plays an ex-slave. He was a slave, but he also is a crazy talented gunslinger. Uh, so now that he gets out. He takes revenge on a bunch of other slave owners, and it's like awesome. That sounds it's, really cool. It's dope. It's dope. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay. Um, as far as animated films go, mm-hmm. I love Hercules. You do. Love I love Hercules. Hercules so much. Hercules, I just think, is amazing. Um, another another movie I think is great. Uh, I think American History X is great. Uh, I just feel like the story he goes through is so touching. Like. I feel like as a per, it, you we always think about people who are like you know I'm not gonna get too into it but people who who grew up a certain way they can never change but I feel like like when you see stuff like that it's hard because you see the person really wants to change but their sins still catch up with them mm-hmm. that movie is just so I'm not gonna spoil it because I know you haven't seen it <laughs> but like the the way his sins catch up with him in the movie is so gut wrenching it's so sad because you're like he's changed but he still has to pay. That sucks. Uh, yep. another movie you are missing a key movie right now. And if you don't say it, I'm going to be mad. Uh, this movie, Warm Bodies, I really love. It's a zombie rom-com. I love it. It's it's like, like my go-to uh, feel-good movie. That's probably my go-to like feel-good movie. Okay. Uh, I love Whiplash. I love Captain America and the Winter Soldier. What am I missing? Once I say it, your time is up. It's not The Incredibles. It is one of my favorite movies. I love Ratatouille. It's the Prince of Egypt. Oh, I love The Prince of Egypt. But I won't say that's like, I talk about Why that Why is it often. not your favorite? I don't talk about that one <laughs> as often. The Prince <laughs> of Egypt is so good. It's definitely one yeah. of my favorite animated. No, yeah, it's it's great. It's just the, it's beautifully done. The songs are all the great. Songs, the sound. The adaptation is, so is really great. It's just, it's a great movie. It's, it's so a great good. film. Okay, so no one's allowed to judge me on mine, okay? Firstly, we have Mean Girls. That is my comfort movie. I will watch it. I think I've watched it like seven times this year so far, um, and the year's not done yet, so we're going to keep going. I just think the movie is so funny, and it would not fly today. Like, there's so many jokes that are just, you know, it probably would get canceled today, but what are they going to do about it? It exists, and I think it's so funny, and I think Lindsay Lohan was at her peak when she filmed this movie. Um. <laughs> I love La La Land. Come at me if you mm-hmm. don't like La La Land. La like Land I, I just love it. I think everyone I've shown is so mad at the ending because it's not a good ending. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil exactly what happens. But for me, I love it because they've it's, probably seen it. It's so realistic. The way it, it ends is so like realistic. And at the end, there's a moment when <sighs> I can't really say this without spoiling it. Should I just say it? It's it's a it's a, it's been out for a while. Okay, I'm gonna say if you haven't seen it, shame on you. 
There's a moment at the end where Mia and Sebastian look at each other after having not been together, and you can just kind of feel the pain that both of them are in because they couldn't be together. Like, they wanted to so bad, but Mm. they just wanted different things. And so when they look at each other at the end and then they walk away from each other, it's like they're walking away forever, and you can just feel it in the way that they look at each other. And I just, I love movies that make you feel like that, that make Mm. you feel like you're right there alongside the characters. Um animated movie why did i say it like that animated, animated movies i was gonna say animation anyways um i l- will always love aladdin i think that movie is so well done and I love aladdin's it. dope so is yeah. Mulan. Mulan's yeah dope. um little mermaid i will always love it i'm trying to think up is a special one for me mm-hmm. nacho libre it's not my favorite. Oh, <laughs> I feel like no one has seen this movie when I bring it up. It's very underground, but I think it's such a well-done movie. Vivarium. I made Seth watch it, and he hated it. Okay, I didn't no, you hate it. it. And it's okay. I, I loved it. it. It's basically about this couple that is searching for a house, and they get trapped in this neighborhood that they can't escape out of. And this neighborhood is basically an allegory, analogy of modern American life. So... They, they don't know how to escape. They get sent. The owner of this land that is keeping them trapped there sends them like a baby. And basically, the, it comes with a note that says, raise the baby and be released. And so they have to raise this baby and they face, they start facing problems that are prevalent in modern American society. And it's just so good the way that they present it and the way that they put layers mm-hmm. in this movie. And the way that they, these two escape is like, Oh, it just gives me chills. Like it's such a good movie. It's called Vivarium. If you are interested, um, I feel like there's so many more. Oh my gosh, there I are. love watching Freedom thir- Riders. Yes. Oh you my gosh, thank you for Freedom reminding Riders. me that. I was gonna say thirteen going on thirty, but definitely Freedom Riders <laughs> is is like in my top five for sure. I myself am a um am an aspiring writer. I love writing. I loved always taking creative writing classes and and media literacy classes. And it's just, I love it so much. And that movie shows like the healing that writing can bring. Just just journaling or or reading the biography of somebody else. Like that movie is so special. And the fact that it was a true story. And I just think it's so amazing. I could watch it over and over and over. There's two that you're missing. I, I am? Two movies. Okay, what are they? Matilda and Anastasia. Matilda, yes. And what Anastasia. was the other one? Anastasia. And Anastasia, yes. Anastasia will go in my animated films But Matilda's category. just like a banger of a movie. Matilda, okay. Matilda is really special because me and my dad watched it a lot when I was younger. And every time we have family movie night on Fridays, me and my dad are like, let's watch Matilda. And it just makes my mom so mad. And it's really funny because we watch it so much. Like, So would you say that that is your like childhood movie? Matilda? Yeah. Yes, that or Despicable Me. Or like that's your family movie that you watch. Matilda is definitely my family movie. Mm. Like for I me, feel like my family owns it. That's it is a great it's a great family movie. Yeah. I'd it's say so for, good. For me, there's this movie called Uncle Buck. Oh yeah, we watched that one. You I think is yeah, that you your family ones. movie? Definitely. I think when that movie's on, everyone is happy. That's such a good movie. Uh it's it's a great movie. It's a great like feel good. I think it's a John Hughes movie. It's, I think, early 90s, late 80s. Very funny. I quote that movie daily. 
Yeah. No, I definitely quote so much from Matilda. Me and my dad quote it to each other, and everyone else in my house doesn't know what's going on. And I'm like, you guys literally watch this with us. What's wrong with you? It's so good. I quote Miss mm-hmm. Trunchbull more than anybody else. Moby, what? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a book? What do you want a book for? To read. <laughs> what do you want to read for when you got the television sitting right in front of you? <laughs> that was bad. I could do a better Danny DeVito voice. I promise. I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> Phil. He's Phil, too. He is Phil from Hercules. From Hercules. Hercules, Hercules is so... I Hercules, love Hercules. I think Hercules has the best Disney soundtrack. One of the best. And the animated film that they've done. One of the best. I think it's their best. Mm. Bro, Zero to Hero is better than any other song. I'm sorry. It it's just good so good. Zero... To, Zero to Hero is just like, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even talk about Anastasia, which is so good because it deals with... Once Upon a December is really great. Yes, it is. is. But that's not even the best song in the movie, I think. You have... um, And the musical version has a lot more songs, too. Mm -hmm. But um, honestly, now that I think about it, Once Upon a December might be the best one. Or Paris Holds the Key to Your Heart is such a good song, too. So I've just always loved Anastasia. And now that I'm older, I see like some hidden meanings behind it, some layers to it. And I love that it deals with like the scariness of memory loss and trying to find who you are and everything. And it's kind of crazy because when you look into the story of the real Anastasia, what happened was she had died supposedly when she was young and then she had come back. And some people were saying that it wasn't really her. Some people were saying that it definitely was her. And there was this ongoing debate of whether or not it was an imposter or not. And no one knew. And Mm. she grew up and no one knew if someone was faking her personality or if Mm. it was actually her. So that just, that blows my mind that Mm. they never solved that mystery. Mm. I have a question. Is there a movie that you like that is notoriously disliked? Like as in you have a guilty pleasure movie. The Lego movie? No, the Lego movie is well regarded though. <laughs> Lego, people, I feel like people, people don't like, like the Lego movie. No, pe- the Lego movie was so got so well received. Oh, I thought that movie is so funny. But I don't know. What about you? A guilty pleasure, it's either Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre is uh, good. Everyone likes School it. School of Rock. Well, I guess School of Rock is also well regarded. Um... I can't think of it on the spot, but I bet I could if I went home. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, though, last night, we saw a pretty great movie. Yeah, we saw last night the new Sight and Sound film, I Heard the Bells. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we came in with kind of expectations that it was not going to be good because me and Seth have our opinions on Christian movies. <laughs> if you like them, good for you. Keep watching them. We personally... Do not like them because, (laughs) okay, I'll speak from my experience. I think the acting is always not good and the messages are always not realistic. Like the the sinner atheist gets, it always is, almost dies and then he gives his life to God on his deathbed and, and it's just. And Kevin Sorbo shows up sometime. (laughs) He shows up at some point. I don't know. I just, or like, I'm sorry. And God's not dead. I can't. The way (laughs) (laughs) those movies, bro. Uh. The way the professor was like, 
before you enter this class, you need to write on a paper that God is dead. And then a kid wrote God with a lowercase g, and he was like, <laughs> lowercase g, extra credit for you. And like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, good Christian movies, like... Good I Christian f- movies are rare to find. Yeah, and I feel like they come from genuine stories. Like the movie, uh, I think it's I Can Only Imagine, which was based off that of Mercy Me's. That movie genuinely made me cry. It's a great film. But the movie we saw, I Heard the Bells, was genuinely a great film. Yeah, and honestly, it was very Christmassy. I don't think it, it they brought in the message of God until the end of the movie. Um. Yeah, I feel like they made subtle hints about it, and you could tell that it, it was a Christian-themed film. But it was very subtle. Yeah, they kept it subtle, but the but the emotion of it really felt real. It felt so well real. acted, great scenes, great shots, great story. It was really beautiful. Mm. Highly, highly recommend if you're looking for a new Christmas movie because mm. the ones they're putting out on Netflix are not it. Just saying. Yeah, and Sight and Sound. That's a Sight and Sound film. I think it's their first one. It is their first one. It's their first one. And uh, you know that the Sight and Sound, uh, they were there last night. The people who mm-hmm. made it, they were there last night. I thought that was cool. Like, imagine seeing that creation. I know. Imagine like, seeing your own movie in like, oh, that, that's Or imagine seeing the theater you built no, yeah. transform into something modern. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we we wanted to bring that up because we both really enjoyed it. We have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we would recommend to go see that. Yeah. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Well, hold on. I didn't here. get to talk about my favorite thing. What? I didn't talk about my favorite thing. What are you talking about? It's you. You're my favorite. Guys, that was not <laughs> planned for those of you who I'm think I'm kidding. That it was. It's God. God is my favorite. I don't play any favoritism, no idolatry in my life. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really thrown <laughs> off guard now. Okay, um, my favorite thing is you two. Just kidding, it's God. It's God. <laughs> so, JK is we'll God. be back next week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We are always open to feedback, so you can find us on Instagram at the underscore introvertcity.com. Thank you so much for listening this com. week, guys. Dot com. Oops. <laughs> Not dot com. <laughs> the underscore introvert underscore city. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening this week. We really appreciate you guys streaming our stuff. Yes. We just hit 100 downloads. Yay! Let's go. <laughs> We're really excited, and we want to keep going with this. And mm-hmm. we love, we just love this so much, and we hope that you guys do too. Have a so blessed week. Have a we'll see week. you. Bye. We'll see you next week. <laughs>